Pluto. Cheer up! The doctor said that you only have to wear that cone for a few days until the stitches heal. <gasps> Wait right here. Now we both have cones. We'll do this together. Hey, Mickey Shortsters, welcome to another episode of the Mickey Shorts and more Disney podcast. Yay! We are here to celebrate and discuss and dissect all things Mickey Mouse, specifically the Paul Ruddish shorts that we love so much. Here's a life thought. Um, A life thought? Like what, what happened later in life. Oh, someone's been doing some some deep thinking. Well, it's not Disney, but it's Nintendo stuff, but... Oh, yeah, well, okay, someone just got a Switch. But... Yeah. <laughs> what Dad was saying, well, that was me. Yeah, okay. Well, you know what we should do? What? Somebody out there could be listening to this show for the very first time, and they're like, who in the world are these people that I'm listening to in my earbuds? So, my name is Steve. I am one of the hosts. And my name is Keaton, the kid. That's right. Father, son, both huge Mickey Mouse Disney fans, sharing our love of all things Mickey Mouse with the world through these episodes. So, each week we cover a different episode of the Mickey Shorts series. This week we are starting season three with episode one of that season called Coned. Another one of our favorite episodes. Keaton, where does Coned rank for you as far as some of your favorite episodes? I I think it's a, my second favorite. So this, this must be a good one then. Yeah. Yes, we, we like Coned. Definitely a family favorite. I don't know. I, we tend to like some of the Pluto-centric episodes, but we're going to get into all of that in a few minutes. First of all, Keaton, how has your week been? Good. Why? Because I've been enjoying Island Life and Animal Crossing. That's right. Like I said, someone just got a Switch, so someone's been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. This is great for him because... If you know what that game is. Yes, if you know what that game is. It's, it's for the Switch. Um... You get to live on a deserted island, although it's not very deserted anymore. Yep. But one of the selling features for me, I mean, not that we're, we're heading all Nintendo on this show, but one of the selling features for me as a parent with the Switch is that he can play with his older brother, who is away at college, who he's really best buds with, and they can have adventures in Animal Crossing every single night together, even though his brother is not here anymore. Uh, I forgot to mention that there's wasps in that game. Yeah, someone's been getting stung with wasps a lot lately. <laughs> Luckily, not in real life, but... Yeah, we're not talking about real life. Right, that's right. You know what else is not real life? What? Mickey Mouse. Yep. Yep. So, what do you say we cover some Mickey Mouse news? Yeah. <laughs> Friends, loved ones, I gathered you all here to tell you something important. 
All right, the date we have been waiting for for many months. <laughs> when we first started the show, we, we couldn't wait to get Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway open to the world. And then just as it did, the parks all closed. And now the next big date we've been waiting, waiting for is when the parks are reopening. And we talked about it in the last episode. We had you know the dates for Disney World. But there was no news from Disneyland, which is our favorite park. And so, luckily, we now have Disneyland reopening dates. Disneyland is opening on its birthday on July 17th. Hmm. Yes. That's probably a good point because it's its birthday. Yeah, it is. It's its birthday. So, that, July 17th was the day that it opened to the public back in 1955. And so... Yeah, it's it's we're going to be really happy to have the parks open. It's one of those weird things where I mean, granted, we were there in November before all of this coronavirus craziness hit. Uh, had an awesome, awesome family trip. Just a ton, a ton of fun. Got to see Star Wars Land, but not Rise of the Resistance. <sighs> Just barely missed that one. But I mean, we don't have any trips planned on the horizon. We're we're, we're not going anytime soon. We got to save up some money yeah. for that one. We're really looking forward to riding Mickey and Me's Runaway Railway. We're we, really wa- wondering what's like going down the waterfall. That's right. But so even though there are no trips planned right now, and we live far far away from Disneyland, so it's not like we can just you know drive there in a day. But just knowing that there are Disney parks open that anybody can access. Even though it's a little trickier now, it just it's it's comforting to my soul to know that Disney parks are open around the world, and we're not quite there yet with all of them, but it's getting a lot better. Oh, oh! As we I, go, I actually got the visit from the Tooth Fairy. I lost my tooth. He did. If he's a little bit ethy uh, tonight, <laughs> as you call it, he, he hasn't lost his two front teeth yet, which will be really fun on the podcast when that happens. But he did lose a lower tooth. His first lost tooth. So, in case he sounds a little bit different, that's what's up. So, yes, we like I said, we do have opening dates for Disneyland. July 17th, everything's going to be opening back up. At least as far as Disneyland and California Adventure. You know, the hotels will open up a little bit after that. But slowly but surely, things are coming back to normal. Granted, the coronavirus is still spreading rampant you know, everywhere we go. But we're trying to figure out how to deal with it in a way other than just being in quarantine. So there's probably quarantine, meaning that's what we've been doing for the last three months since you couldn't go to school. So, yes, Disneyland opening. That's awesome. I'm excited just to hear it. Now, you want to know something else fun? Yes. What is a brick that you like to play with? Lego. You do like to play with Legos. I like to play with Legos. I rarely have time to play with Legos. I wish I had more. But, yes, we do like Legos. And just the other day, they announced a build-your-own Lego Mickey and Minnie. You can actually build Mickey and Minnie out of Legos with a set that they just barely announced. Now, this is they look a little bit funky because they're Legos. And they, they look like they're made out of Legos. And so you can't have like a lot of smooth shapes, but <laughs> there we have it. Mickey and Minnie in a set. We're all made out of Legos. <laughs> Mickey's holding a guitar. He's got a camera next to him. Minnie's holding flowers. All 
built in Lego. So if you're a huge fan of Mickey Mouse and you are a Lego collector, you might want to get on this. You can start ordering this particular set uh, at lego.com on July 1st. Do keep in mind that you know, Legos, as we all know, are not cheap. So this this little set for Mickey and Minnie does run a whopping one hundred and seventy nine dollars and ninety nine cents, but you can get a Lego Mickey and Minnie now, as they are available. What do you think, buddy? That sounds cool. It does sound cool. I just want to build it. Heck, I just want to have time to build Legos as a media producer who just recently finished a film. I. Uh, time is not something that I have had much of, but I look forward to the day where I can just sit down and build some Legos. That'll be good. But that that's all the big news stories of the week. I mean, that's fairly significant. Disneyland reopening! Yay! And as far as we have heard, they have not stopped construction on Runaway Railway at Disneyland, which is encouraging. I was nervous about that, but we'll see how this all shakes down and what actually comes to fruition. But what do you say we actually watch some Mickey Mouse? The reason everyone is here. Uh-huh. Are you ready for the show? So as I said earlier, this week we are covering season three, episode one. We are finally into season three from an official point of view. Mickey Mouse cartoon here. Um... Seasons take a long time. Right. Now, again, this is how Disney defines seasons. There's always some confusion here. Because, like, for instance, if you go into the iTunes store, they you know, they discovered that they can make more money by selling the seasons as, like, half seasons. So this is probably the beginning of season six on the iTunes store. <laughs> but uh it does start with coned that's the official first episode per disney's seasons the official show summary says mickey puts on a dog cone to show pluto it's not so bad and ends up blindly putting himself in danger while pluto has to keep him safe <laughs> pluto has to keep mickey safe pluto the dog has to keep mickey his owner safe uh and and it could be a problem because dogs can't talk. This is true. Dogs only speak in woo, 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 as we know from Pluto. He's not. Well, I don't know if we want to go down this 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 whole can of worms, but he's not like other dogs in this series, like um, Goofy, who does speak, which gets very confusing. But questions for another episode, or questions we've already talked about in previous episodes. Anyway. Back to it. The original air date was July 17th, 2015. And as an interesting note, the previous season... Let me go back to my notes here. The season finale of of season two was on June 9th, 2015. So July 17th of 2015. It was just, what, five weeks later? And it's been almost a year since we've had our last new Mickey Mouse episode. I'm worried we're not going to get into our... that, That... that's concerning, but hopefully they'll still do some at some point. This one was written by Derek Bachman, Clay Morrow, Paul Ruddish, Dave Tennant, and Dave Wasson. It was directed by Dave Wasson and storyboarded by Dave Wasson. What storyboarding mean? Storyboarding is when they're writing the episode and they need to figure out what everything's going to look like, and so they just kind of sketch it out. They just draw it out 
what each shot's going to look like on a big set of boards so they can see how the story's going to flow. So it's the first look at how everything's going to happen. And they usually have the director do the storyboarding because it's his vision. And then that way he can tell the animators exactly what to do to match his vision. Wow. So that's why the director typically storyboards the episodes. But sometimes there are collaborators, as we do know. So now, one more thing to note as we get started on this episode. We mentioned a few weeks ago that we're on a big run of Mickey shorts. Uh, where Mickey, every every week, Mickey Mouse is just getting beaten up, destroyed, all sorts of harm caused to him personally. And this week is definitely no exception. <laughs> Mickey is not going to have a good time But as we'll see, Mickey always keeps up a positive attitude So, this will be interesting for poor Mickey and poor Pluto <laughs> As we endure this little adventure together A lot of fun details, which we'll talk about in just a minute But for now, we got to do our commentary So you can listen along with us If you go to the show notes at mickeyshortsandmore.com Look up this particular week's episode. There's going to be a link. You can say watch with us and you can go there, click play on the YouTube link and watch the episode as we talk about it. So go do that. Pause the show. Find the link or you just go to YouTube and type coned Mickey Mouse and you'll get there too. But go to the website. That's always a good thing to do. So Keaton, you ready for a countdown? Mm-hmm. Going to watch some coned? Yep. It's going to start off with, I'm going to warn you. A song you hear me sing in the mornings. <laughs> like, uh, this is the song Dad's always singing. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Three. Wait, you do the you do the countdown. Three, two, one. It's a beautiful morning. Mickey Mouse in Coned. singing away. Mickey runs into the kitchen. He's looking and he realizes that poor Pluto is sitting there wearing a cone. The cone of shame. Because he's had stitches and he can't itch them. Oh. So Mickey has an idea. He runs out of the room. He's going to come back in just a minute. And what he's doing, he's fashioned himself his own cone. Mickey now is wearing a cone of shame. Hmm. He's noticing how much it limits the vision. But... What can go wrong with Mickey Mouse also wearing a cone along with Pluto? Now, he's trying to find Pluto's dog dish. He's dumping the food all over the place. He broke the curtains. Pluto is suddenly realizing this is a really bad idea. He's trying to clean up after Mickey. Mickey runs right into the fridge because he can't see it. Food is falling out. Stuff is breaking all over the place. The phone is ringing. He answers with picking up the banana. Because, again, he can't see anything. He just Ow! stapled his ear. He hit himself with a frying pan. Pluto's is like, okay, we got to get out of here. That's right. So, now they're out walking. <laughs> Mickey just walked into a pole. Oh, here comes a busy intersection. Pluto is freaking out. Mickey is walking blindly across the intersection. Cars are exploding, literally exploding in midair. <laughs> They're trying to not hit Mickey. So Pluto's like, all right, he, he shoves Mickey home. So now what can they do? Hmm. Several days later, 
The house is pretty much on fire. Everything is broken. Pluto is looking completely traumatized. But they're going to get in the car. Oh, no. Mickey's not in the car. Mickey's sitting in the top of a dumpster. Patting a stray cat who thinks it's Pluto. That looks kind of like a picture from Pinocchio and Mickey Mouse. The dumpster is now rolling backwards through town. Mickey thinks he's driving his car. Oh, here's a big open construction trench. Oh, down the dumpster goes. Pluto is racing, trying to get to Mickey Mouse, trying to save the day. He grabs a winch, throws it over. It attaches onto the dumpster. But then it yanks it right off the front of the truck. Pluto's like, what do I do now? He's running after him. Oh no, a lady and her baby are crossing the street. Pluto's gonna run in front and save the day. Uh, he's using all of his superhuman super dog strength to try to save it. And it stops just in time. The lady's angry. And Pluto's like, okay, whew. <laughs> just as Mickey thought that they were safe, they got run, or run over by a train. So now they're in the emergency room. You now have to wear these wheelie carts until your shattered legs heal. So, yeah, they... Now they have... They can take the cones off, but they're in wheelchairs now because their legs are shattered. And Mickey just turfed it down the stairs. And Pluto looks at us like, Oh, no, here we go. I can't believe Pluto completely looked at us. <laughs> he did. Pluto broke the fourth wall. <laughs> Four? I know that's not going to make any sense to you. One of the th in movies, actors never look at the camera directly at the camera. If they do, the expression for that is breaking the fourth wall. And there were some scenes in there when Pluto is looking at us as the audience, like, "You've got to be kidding me! What is my owner, Mickey Mouse, thinking?" Or he's looking at us in a panic, like, what do I do? Uh, 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 uh. I, I've got to find that specific time code because it's my favorite. Oh, I'm rewinding now. He throws the winch. All right, it's right here. It's right here. Ah, okay. At two minutes and 39 seconds. That, that's 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 part I like. The winch is just now torn off the truck. And Pluto is looking back and forth, frantically crazy, just like, what do I do in this situation? How do I solve this? And just, for my brain, the animation there, as he's just shooting his head back and forth, like, oh, what is happening? It, just, it makes me laugh hysterically every time. So, I mean, I couldn't laugh hysterically then because I was trying to talk through it. But when we're watching it, we always laugh hysterically. So, Keaton, there's a lot to process there. What do you think of Coned? I loved it, and my favorite part is when Pluto went... Just the, the part I was just talking about? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> that makes us both laugh a lot. What else What else stands out to you? Um, I like when they finally got to take their cones off, but they then had wheelchairs. <laughs> yeah. I like in that particular scene, when, if you look at the background of the doctor's office, there's x-rays up on the wall, and you can see Mickey's fractured skull. In the X-ray, it's the perfect Wait, Mickey Mouse-shaped head. I did not see that. So if you didn't you see that. I have to go back. Thanks. So. Okay, we're using a lot of visual reference tonight in this. See, <laughs> <laughs> right back there, you can see the outline of Mickey's head, 
and you know you can see his ears and then you see his little skull head in there <laughs> and the well, big crack through there and then you see the legs the shattered legs <laughs> of mickey and pluto up there in the next x-ray over so yeah they're they're not having fun especially anybody that's had to deal with one of those wheelie cards knows it's not very fun for a while yeah anything else what else stood out to you buddy um, I like the part when they got run over by the train. The, that is that is funny. I mean, it's I, I struggle with, with train-related humor because we live in a town with a train and way too many people do really dumb things with getting too close to trains. I don't get it myself. Stay away from them. They're, they're dangerous. So I, I struggle a little bit with train-hitting people humor. But it's still funny because it comes out of the blue, and just when you think they're safe, whoo, all right, we survived. Pluto stopped the dumpster. They didn't hit the baby. They didn't hit the lady. We're all safe. And then they just get plowed over by a train. So they're, they're not having a good day. Yeah, they're all dumb in that episode. I realize in really, in every episode, his house looks really different it, it, exactly there's no consistency in mickey mouse's house in any of these episodes which if i ever get one of the animators on the show to talk about the behind the scenes stuff which is a goal of mine uh we're looking for you know after july but if i can get one of those on there I'm, i want to talk about those those decisions to have you know there's mickey's apartment there's mickey's house there's mickey's dilapidated apartment and house and there's they're always in a different place one of the things that I like about this particular episode, and this is going to sound totally bonkers because it is, is the fact that I can completely relate to Pluto because the exact same thing happened to me. <laughs> what? The exact same thing happened to you? Someone was wearing a cone? Yes. <laughs> So a few years back, I was working for a company here in town. They they kind of had this whole um, IT startup vibe going. I mean, you see a lot of shows about these types of, of companies. Um, I saw one not too long ago when I was watching Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. You know, the, the main character works for this you know, crazy IT company, and there's you know all this fancy furniture and fancy building that's just top notch, and they're feeding the meals and breakfasts, and all. so it, it was the same kind of thing. Lots of perks. Uh, you know, I, I won't get into my thoughts on the job, but you know, lot lots of fun perks, but a really weird, random way of looking at things sometimes. And one of the things that happened in the company was. Bets ruled the world, and everybody took betting very seriously. And when you lost a bet, you had to do something usually really crazy. And our CEO was known to be the worst of the betters, and he had to do a lot of dumb things. And I, we came in one time. It was January. It's the end of the year, you know, reports to the entire company, or slash, you know, the beginning of the new year report where we're talking about the direction the company is going to go in the new year. And our CEO lost a bet. And the day that he got his punishment, and his punishment was that he had to wear a dog cone the entire day. And the day he had to wear the dog cone was the day he was making this presentation to the whole company. And one of the rules of the bets is that you can't 
explain what's happening or why you're doing this. So everyone's like, why are you wearing a dog cone on this particular day, Mr. CEO? And he's like, what are you talking about? He would not explain it. But I had to sit there and endure this whole important presentation to the whole company while the boss was stuck in a dog cone and trying to deal with the remote and trying to deal with running the presentation, trying to deal with pouring a cup of coffee, trying to deal with finding his snacks out of the fridge. All this stuff, maybe not being hit by a train or, you know, <laughs> driving to trying to drive a dumpster across town. But so many of these little things in this episode, I'm like, oh, I've been there. <laughs> I've seen how this works. This is terrible. So, yes, I actually have the experience from the Pluto side of things where I'm like, just stop. Take the dang cone off. <laughs> no, he didn't have to deal with that. He didn't crush his legs. <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh. So, human beings don't wear dog cones. It's the cone of shame for a reason. And don't put them on. Even even though when our dog had surgery last year, I did have to try the cone on briefly. Why did you have to try on a cone? Because I wanted to see what it was like. But I did not try to get myself food or drive the car. <laughs> well, how um, well did it end up? It did not end up well at all. <laughs> <laughs> like You don't remember that when I put on Joy's cone? <laughs> <laughs> You're probably like, whatever, Dad. All right. When you try to get out food, it just went. So definitely go watch the episode. You can see Mickey break just about everything in his house. You can see him staple his head. You can see him try to drive his car, a.k.a. the dumpster. It's a big mess. But great animation, very clever storytelling, and just a lot of fun episode to, to watch. Mr. Keaton, yeah. final thoughts on Coned. This is your chance to talk about one of your favorite all-time episodes. What else do you got? Um, I like um, when Mickey just, like, breaks everything. Yeah, we get the SpongeBob three days later title card, and then the whole house is, like, on fire and destroyed. And poor Pluto is just sitting in the middle, razzled and looking, like, you know, completely traumatized. Traumatized? Yeah, like he said, some really, really bad things happened to him. Yeah. He's had it happen. Which always takes me back to, I, I've told the story before, the last time we were at Disneyland, when we had a special photo op, one-on-one, -on -one, just us and Pluto, which was great fun. And just as we were leaving, I went up to Pluto, and I said, I just got to say, my son and I do a podcast about you and the gang, and we honestly believe you are one of the most abused, neglected, traumatized animals in cartoon history. And he stops and he just throws his arms out and gives me the biggest hug in the world, nodding like, finally someone realizes the pain I'm going through. It was a great classic Disneyland moment. Which is one of the things that makes me sad. I mean, granted, I'm happy that the Disney parks are opening, but I'm really sad that for at least a little while they can't have any character face-to-face -face interactions but they'll come back eventually so keaton what do you say we wrap up this episode by doing keaton's joke of the week keaton's joke of the week you know how this goes all right so what is your special joke for us this week? 
Two pickles fell on the floor. What did one say to the other? Two pickles fell on the floor? One, what did one say to the other? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm. Why did pickles fall out of the jar? Were you getting into the pickles again? Yes. <sighs> you and your pickles. Someone <laughs> likes eating the pickles, and someone likes being in the pickles. But hopefully don't throw them on the floor. That'd make a mess. But back to your joke. What did one pickle say to the other when he fell on the floor? Deal with it. Deal with it? Deal. 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 I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You and your puns. You should be writing jokes for Jungle Cruise, I tell you. Ah, Deal with it. Well, there you go. And that... Oh, Mickey Shortsters is what we call Keaton's Joke of the Week. So let's wrap things up so we can get you to bed. It might be summertime, but you still got to go to bed. Sorry, buddy. Remember, you can watch all of our episodes. We've now covered two full seasons, season one, season two. Just go to MickeyShortsAndMore.com and you can listen to all of those episodes from the past. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on Google Play, on Stitcher. You can subscribe through whatever podcast player you you listen to. Just go to or just do a search for Mickey Shorts and more Disney Podcast. Some combination of those words and hopefully it will pop up. You can connect with us online, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Again, just do a search for Mickey Shorts and more, and we will pop up. You can email the show if you've got questions or comments or anything you'd like to contribute. Uh, Just do so at mickeyshortsandmore at gmail.com. Or even better, if you'd rather talk to us and have your voice featured on a future show where you can give your own feedback, and we always welcome that. Just leave us a voicemail at 541-321-0472 and you can be part of Making Shorts and More Podcast. Next week, Keaton, we are heading to England. Yep, I mean, not us personally, but we're heading to London in the show with One Man Band. So, another interesting Mickey Shorts there. So, everyone have a great week. Stay safe. Stay sane. Just be good. Be nice to each other. And hopefully things will all sort out in the crazy, crazy world that we live in in 2020. Be good. Have fun. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Da <laughs> <laughs>